<clears throat> okay, uh, let's get the, uh, I was playing with the microphone here. All right, you got that? All right. How you doing, Reg? Okay? Good? Good. Anything going on? Uh, just hanging. No submarine sandwich today, huh? Okay. You're playing it lean and mean, huh? I like to, I don't like to eat before I perform, whether it's on the radio, when I when I'm acting, I like to to have a an empty stomach. I like to feel that uh, that empty growl, hunger feeling keeps me keeps me sharp. I don't like to be full. Then after you eat, you know, you get a little lackadaisical, lackadaisical you know, you're a little tired. I got. I like to be, you know, hungry like the wolf. Thank you, Duran Duran. Okay, you ready? Put it in the book. Three eighty three. All set? Good. Star, smile, strong. Here we go. Three, two, one. Hey, it's Elton Jim Toronto, and this is Captain Podtastic. And welcome to another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. We are there. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast wherever you may find it. Listening, though, while important to the equation... Is just one variable. A key factor is to get out there and tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody who is a fan of podcasts that your favorite podcast is Elton Jim's Captain Podcastic, and it should be theirs too. Your loyalty and devotion are much appreciated. Did you notice how I use all mathematical and numerical terms in that description? Factors, variables. Did you you catch that? I hope you did. If you like what you hear, don't forget, go to WGNRadio.com. Go to the prompt for podcasts. Hit the prompt for this podcast. And there you will find numerous, keeping with the theme, numerous podcasts for your binging and listening and entertainment pleasure there's tons just keep growing scrolling 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 down scrolling down scrolling down scrolling down but uh keep it where you're at right now episode 383 so uh i've talked about the way that i view the seasons um a lot of times most people view the change of seasons not only by the weather, that's getting a lot more difficult these days. There used to be a very clear demarcation of when the seasons ended and the seasons began, but that seems to have changed over the last 30 or 40 years. And now, at least here in the Midwest, at least here in Chicago, this is what I'm experiencing, uh, there is uh, a, 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 a huge overlap. It, it's not, it used to be really, it used to just get cold. And get warm all at once. At least, you know, who knows? Those are those misty colored memories, right? But I do remember in September when I went back to school, especially after Labor Day, it was chilly. I was, I was, I was wearing a jacket. It was fall. Summer was over. You know, pools were closed. Beaches were closed. You couldn't wear white pants. Many rules. <laughs> Many rules went in after uh, Labor Day. But the weather certainly dictated it. It felt like fall. It was fall. Now, uh, we're still getting uh, weather into the upper 70s and into the 80s. Certainly, it's not as muggy and as humid as an 80-degree day might be in July. But it's still warm. It's still 
No jacket weather. Now, back then, you know, we didn't have the hoodie. I'm sure younger people say, what do you mean you didn't have a hoodie? Well, we did. Uh, We did. But hardly anyone really wore them. Like a fashion statement. Hoodies, first of all, were called hooded sweatshirts. That's where the hoodie slang came in. They were called hooded sweatshirts, and most of the people who wore them really um, initially you wore them as a, a, a workout kind of a, of a garment. If you look... Uh, in, in, in many early, in the 60s and 70s, and even in the 50s, um, you will see a lot of people that are working out are wearing the hooded sweatshirt. It wasn't called a hoodie then. Uh, it was usually gray. It wasn't a fashion statement at all. Most sweatpants, I mean, today everybody wears sweats, right, for any kind of occasion, and there's all different kind of versions of them. But sweatpants were not a uh, mainstream kind of apparel. They certainly weren't a fashion statement, and they certainly weren't worn in public unless you were working out. Sweatpants, that's what they were called. Sweats. They were workout material. And most of the time, in the 50s and 60s and 70s, they were gray. They were, they were, not, they were not multicolored. They were not fashionable at all. If you say, Jim, I I don't believe you. Okay, then go watch the film Rocky with Sylvester Stallone, the movie that broke Sylvester Stallone. Best picture, 1976. Go watch Rocky and see what he works out in. The famous scene when he is got his fists in the air on the terrace or on the, 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 the stairs of the Philadelphia Museum during that workout montage, which really is still a classic, see what Sylvester Stallone is wearing. He's wearing gray sweatpants and a gray sweatshirt. I don't know if he has the actual hood on it, but, but that the hoodie is really uh, moved from this... Uh, very singular use. Now, when I was in grammar school, then it wasn't so much a hoodie. Um, it, it it was one that had a, uh, it had to have the, the zipper. And then what you did is you wore that as an undergarment under your coat as an extra layer of for warmth. So you had your coat and you had the hood sticking out, and that was very cool when I was in, in high school and in college. You wore the hoodie, but not on its own. It was always an undergarment. It was never a fashion statement. It really wasn't until, I think, maybe the later 80s and 90s, and I think the grunge movement really pushed the hoodie into the fashion statement in the early 90s. Uh, sweatshirts have always been popular, but the hooded sweatshirt really uh, was not. I, th- I think grunge, it, may have, it, it certainly may have been moving toward that, but I think the grunge look with the hoodies, I think that really is what made it a, a, a permanent fashion statement. And then uh, you know, people started to wear them more, and then fashion designers started to make them more cooler, and then suddenly you saw them pop up as concert merchandise, and suddenly, you know, and then even your high-end people were using, you know, were, were doing those, like, uh, you know, Versace and Gucci and things like that. And then that's really became a fashion statement, and then now a staple of of our apparel. I love hoodies. Love, that's why I love fall. My favorite, my favorite clothes, I would have to say my favorite clothes uh, that I wear most often is a hoodie of some kind, of different kinds. Now, there's, there's some thin ones, there's some thicker ones, depending. But like in the fall right now, 
Oh, I love a nice... It's not very heavy yet. I'm not wearing the big, thick one. It's like a sweatshirt. I'll wear a thin one. But, yeah, I, I enjoy the hoodie. That's why I love the fall so much. And that's where we're at right now. We are officially autumnal. Now, there, as I've spoke about this in the past, there are two ways to look officially, according to at least the calendar or the... Uh, the weather world, the meteorological world. There's two ways to look at the change of seasons. There used to be three. The literal change of seasons. The weather itself, as I said before, would dictate it's it's fall now. <laughs> uh, that's not as easy as it was before. As I said, a lot of overlap going on. It seems that the warm weather from summer lasts well into September and sometimes even into early October, and then it just gets cold. It goes from 80s to 50s, and it stays there uh, for a couple of weeks, and then it gets into the 20s and 30s, and then we're off to the races and winter has begun. So it it, it seems that there is <coughs> excuse me, a, a much less... Uh, much less autumn season overall because it just sort of gets lost in between the extension of summer weather and then the quickness of the winter weather. They sort of converge on poor autumn. And I have to say, that's sad for me because autumn is my favorite time of the year. Because I, I enjoy, go. I, I, I'm, I'm not a big heat guy. When I was a young kid, I was. But um, as time has gone on, I would say over the last 30 years, it's been a while, I have shied away from the heat. I don't go out in the sun anymore. You start to hear about the perils of, um, of uh, you know, sun tanning. I, when I was a young kid, oh, my God, I used to be out by pools and the beach and, and, and shirts off and, and tans. I would go in the backyard and tan. I mean, yeah, that was a part of, of that was a part of it. But uh, I remember getting into my mid to early mid mid to late twenties and just hearing about people. You know, that's when the sunscreen craze started. People were paying more attention to their uh, to their skin and skin cancer and things like that, and uh, and the harmful effects of of exposure to the sun over time, like wrinkles and things like that. So I have. Uh, I haven't really been into the hot weather as much um, as I used to be as a young kid, and I certainly don't really like the cold weather at all. Uh, I bear it. I'm used to it now, having lived in Chicago my whole life. So that's why I just love the fall. I wish fall would last a little longer than it does, but I'm looking forward to I, I mean, there's been a few, a few times here in the last couple of weeks in... Um, in September, where it's actually been in the 60s, and it's been, oh, 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 oh. I, I have my hooded sweatshirts on, oh, and I love it. But then it, sometimes, then the next day, it goes from, you know, 68 to 84, and here we go again. But, um, but there, so the weather is not as easy to uh, delineate and, and predict fall anymore. So there's two other ways, officially, by the calendar. One, of course, is the more traditional way, which is the solstice. The whole idea of when the sun and the earth are close and far and, and, and is based on pagan rituals as well. And, um, and that's usually in mid to late September, like the 20, of, of those months, the 20th of September, 21st of September, things like that, depending on the year and, and, and things like that and the calendar. It's usually in, in those couple of three days. Meteorologically, if you watch the news and watch your weather person, they will tell you that uh, it's broken down much uh, in a much more efficient way. Um, September 1st is considered the beginning of meteorological fall. So you've got September, October, November, three months of fall. And then December 1st is the first day. Usually the first day of winter is, you know, once again, 
20th, 21st, 22nd of December. But meteorologically, it's December 1st, December, uh, December, January, and February. March 1st then becomes the first day of spring. March, April, May, and then those three months, and then June 1st, as opposed to June 20th, is the official start of summer. June, July, August, and then we start over again with September 1st. So that's the way meteorologically... And I prefer that. I prefer that. It's nice and neater. It's the first of a month, and it's not all this so well. It might be on the 22nd at noon and all this stuff. No. September 1st, fall. December 1st, winter. March 1st, spring. June 1st, summer. Nice, tidy, exact. So we are officially in fall now both ways solstice wise and meteorologically we are now in the fall season and so with that even though it's once again we are always encroaching and always pushing up many of our holidays and things like that uh in the last i would say 10 maybe 15, but certainly the last 10, uh, the phenomenon of the pumpkin spice in different products, that's how you know it's fall. That's how you know it's fall. Forget about September 1st. Forget about solstice. Forget about sun and, and earth uh, You know configurations. Forget about weather. No. It's when the pumpkin Oreos are on the shelves. <laughs> That's how you know it's fall. <laughs> it's, when, it's when Dairy Queen has their pumpkin pie blizzards. That's when you know it's fall. <laughs> and I told you, one of my favorite, um, my favorite flavors is pumpkin spice. I love it. There's a few... Other th- combinations that I that I also enjoy. I love peanut butter and chocolate. Can you get better than a Reese's peanut butter cup or a peanut butter and chocolate combination? That's tough. But what's right up there? And I'm talking about sweets here and spice. You know, I'm not talking about food like steak or things like that. Um, so you got to like chocolate and peanut butter. I love. Once again, cinnamon, apple and cinnamon. Oh, oh, oh man, apple, cinnamon, anything apple and cinnamon. That is my, that is my weakness. Oh, good apple pie, a good apple cobbler, apple, cinnamon, anything. But right up there with apple and cinnamon is pumpkin spice. And once again, if you think about it, it's, it, it that's, there may be another reason why I like fall so much, because that's those two those two flavors, if you will, apple, cinnamon, and pumpkin spice. Those are autumnal foods. You know, you go out to the pumpkin patch and you pick pumpkins, right? Not a big pumpkin seed guy but you go when you go to those farms and they have all the pumpkins out in the patches and they have their little stores with all their different kind of autumnal i'm really liking to say that word today their autumnal uh foods you will see apple cider donuts oh apple cider donuts unbelievable so delicious or you will see pumpkin spice donuts oh or you will see apple slices apple and cinnamon oh i don't know i'm trying to think now if i was a big apple jacks fan though a is for apple j is for jacks cinnamon toasty apple jacks eight great eight essential vitamins that's a fact start your day with apple jacks I don't know if I think I did like Apple Jacks, but my favorite 
My favorite cereal growing up was Frosted Flakes. No question about that. Love Tony the Tiger. Still love Tony the Tiger, the icon. Uh, Now, I've seen online that they do have pumpkin spice Frosted Flakes. I haven't seen them anywhere in a store, though. I'd like to try those. I did, I, you know, once again, when you get older, your sweet tooth, at least mine, you know, sort of dulls. I hadn't had, I hadn't had Frosted Flakes for years, for decades. And one day I said, you know what? I'm going to taste Frosted Flakes. I loved Frosted Flakes. Even in our kitchen, I have a small little stuffed animal of Tony the Tiger hanging on the, over, on by, uh, you know, above our window in the, in the, in this, in the uh, kitchen. I love Tony the Tiger. I still have my Tony the Tiger spoon. That's, my gosh, I can't even tell you how old that must be. Um, but I hadn't had Frosted Flakes literally in decades. And I took, so I'm like, oh, here we go. And I uh, I poured a bowl of Frosted Flakes, and I was ready for that taste explosion. And, oh, my God, was that sweet. Woo! I I, I couldn't eat the rest. I had one spoonful, and I said, wow, I can't do this. Way too sweet. My palate obviously had changed as when, when I was a little kid. Wow. Those those were more frost than flakes. I'll tell you that. But um, so here we are in autumn, officially fall, and the onslaught of pumpkin and spice flavored foods is is it's it's just it is an onslaught that i went online in late august and early september and just wrote a list of you know 2023 pumpkin spice products and there were several stories with with top 10 new things or the top 40 everybody it seems, has jumped on the pumpkin spice craze during this time. There are some foods I wish would that haven't, and there are some foods that have that I wish didn't. But um, I've, this year, the last couple of years, I've been on a mission, if you will, to really experience as many of these as I can. And I did this last year, and I talked about it. And thankfully, there's many new ones this year that I didn't have a chance to try last year. But I also have to say that, and, and, I, and I agree with, once again, it's now, this is a trend. So last year, um, the one thing when I was kind of rating it, and it wasn't any big you know, official rating here, but just in discussing it, the 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 different food products that had a, that had a new uh, pumpkin spice variation, a limited edition, you know, like like a you know <laughs> like an album or a director's cut. Um, the 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 one complaint I have, and it's sadly, is still intact. I would think that maybe a year later you would, you know, people might refine things and say, well, you know, how do we do this better? My uh, disappointment is I don't really taste the pumpkin spice strong enough. It's there, but it's not there. I want there, not just there. I want there. And I don't know if it's the lack of pumpkin taste or the lack of the spice, which really uh, is a is a series of spices put together to create that. But I'm telling now anyone out there, if you're going to make something pumpkin spice at home or if there's anybody that works for any kind of major food retailer or producer that has a regular pumpkin spice annual product that you put out in the fall don't skimp on the on the pumpkin spice that's why i'm buying it i want pumpkin and i want spice i need both i when i bite into that or when i pull it out of the packaging i want to smell it 
and I want to taste it. It shouldn't just be a hint. If your product isn't amiable to the pumpkin spice flavor, then don't do it. But don't do it half-baked. If it's pumpkin spice, make it pumpkin spice. I want to taste that pumpkin spice. I don't want a hint. I don't want a shade. I want my eyes to pop out. Pumpkin spice. It's a limited time. You're making a big deal about it. Give me what you promised. So if you're doing this at home, don't scrimp on the pumpkin spice. Whatever you're adding to it, whether it's pumpkin bread or pumpkin donuts or whatever you're doing, make sure that that pumpkin spice taste is strong. If you think you've, think you've put enough in, put more in. Because it might dissolve or get burnt off in the, in, if, it's, if it's of a baked good. But just do, do me a favor. If you're going to make something pumpkin spice, you've already piqued my interest. You've already made my taste buds salivate. You've already created an expectation for pumpkin spice. So you better deliver it. And I have to tell you that once again, for the second time in a row, there are some that have been excellent. They haven't scrimped on the pumpkin or the spice, and I say bravo. But there's others that, oh, if you just had a little more, this would have been nirvana. So I've actually now been driving around because I don't this is another thing I don't understand. Okay, everybody has pumpkin spice everything, right? But what's interesting is some stores, some retail stores and grocery stores don't have all of the pumpkin spice offerings. They have some, but not all. I don't understand that. If, if you're running a major chain grocery store and it's fall, and I would assume, I know nothing about this, but I would assume that in May, there's every, every, every food producer that, that you deal with, probably in May, and I'm just throwing that out, three or four months in advance, that's the way things usually are, could be six months in advance. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm sure that the orders are, you know, that there's some kind of a, of a, of a, of a document or something that comes out and says, okay, just so you know, all you retailers, um, here are the different pumpkin spice products that, you know, company A will be producing. And you say, "Oh, okay. Well, it's pump. It's 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 autumn. It's pumpkin spice. Every year now, everybody's ordering pumpkin spice. It's the rage. So, all right, I'll take the pumpkin spice this and the pumpkin spice that. I would I would I would check if I was the the orderer of a grocery store, and I understand that shelf space is at a premium, but this is a short window." Most of these products are limited times, limited editions. So what does it hurt? You're creating this frenzy. Every, you, know, you go online, pumpkin this, pumpkin that. You're seeing it everywhere. So go nuts on pumpkin. Don't hold back. If there's a hundred different products that you have a choice to get to order, if you're a grocery store, you say, well, I can't order 100. Why? What are you talking about? You can't. Yes, you can. Yes, you should. Because all I know is, if I'm here, here I am, Mr. Pumpkin Spice-aholic, look forward to it every year, and I'm forced to go to four or five, and I'm not exaggerating, four or five different stores to find these various 
limited edition pumpkin spice products. I shouldn't have to do that. These are major products. They're not like, oh, well, this is, you know, somebody's making this in their basement. No. These are major products. By major food manufacturers and producers. But for some reason, one chain has them has X amount, another chain has X amount, another chain has it. Why? If I, if I ran a grocery store, I would have a giant sign outside that said, we are your pumpkin spice headquarters. If it's pumpkin, I would have an aisle. I would have an, a section. You can't give an aisle. Okay, I understand that. Okay, you've got your, your responsibilities. But you can make a section within your store. Yes, you can. You do it all the time. Make a section. We are your pumpkin spice headquarters store. And I tell you, you'd get if and if it wasn't the, the store that I usually go to, you would get me to go there, and maybe I would go there two or three times, you know, maybe I would go there weekly. And pretty soon I wouldn't go to the store I usually did because I got used to going to your store. When I when I went to your headquarters to the pumpkin spice headquarters and got all my pumpkin spice stuff, then I'm here to shop as well. And well, okay, I'm getting used to this place. And now you've taken business from your competitor. But instead, for whatever reason, I can't find all my pumpkin spice products in one store. And I don't understand that. And I'm going to just tell you this. Once again, I get no, there's no, I'm not getting any, I don't get anything from anybody. Trust me. (laughs) I'm just telling you, if you want pumpkin, if you want to make one stop and try to get as many pumpkin-spiced products as you can from my travels, trust me, I'm doing it so you don't have to. And I've literally done this. What I have found is Target is the pumpkin headquarters. Not perfect, but much better than all the different Grocery stores. Target's not even a grocery store. And yet Target, for whatever reason, seems to have embraced the pumpkin spice product more than, at least in my view, the different stores. Now, coming in second, what I've noticed is Trader Joe's is number two in embracing the pumpkin spice even come up with their own things. But the major chains, I don't understand why I can't go and get all the pumpkin spice products that I want and these major brands that are offering them, I can't get them all in one spot. I have to go to four or five different places. That's aggravating. So I'm telling you, if I was a grocery store manager or orderer or chain owner whatever the whatever the title is i would go out of my way and and promote it and advertise it and put the stake in the ground and say we are your pumpkin spice headquarters you go into target once again i i i i get i'm just giving you the i'm giving you uh, the the benefit of my experience. When I walk, when I go into the major grocery store, I have to hunt for the pumpkin spice stuff. There should be a big big arrow this way to pumpkin spice blank pumpkin. It, this this is the, this is the time. Target, to their credit, when you, at least the ones that I go to, when you walk in. There's right there, right where the carts are, they have this big open space with mini shelves. About three or four or five of them. And they have a, right there off the bat, they have a huge selection 
of pumpkin, spice, and even apple cinnamon, the fall food selections. They have different cupcakes, and they have some things of of their own brand, some things of just uh, sweets, but they will have major bands, major brand kind of of products, like the, the pumpkin spice goldfish crackers. They're there. The, um, what's the name of the, uh, I think it's Werther's. Werther's, it's like, an, it's, it's, like a, it's like a caramel. It's a pumpkin spice caramel. Boom, right there. I went to the, I'm not going to even mention the, the regular store that I, that, I, um, that I shop in. Because I don't think they deserve to get the name because they are lacking in the pumpkin spice offerings. And they're making me go to several other stores to get my pumpkin spice fix. And I don't understand it. They have a few things, but not, not, not as many as they should. They have the brand, but they don't have the pumpkin spice. For instance, there's a Quaker instant oatmeal, pumpkin spice, right? Now, if you look in the, in the Quaker instant oatmeal aisle, they have at least 10, if not more, different flavors. Maple, apple, uh, whatever. Quaker Oats, huge company. I mean, what, what other oats are there? But at my major, my major grocery store chain, they have every... Quaker Oats, instant oatmeal flavor, except the pumpkin and spice. I go to Target. It's not even a grocery store. It's not a ma- it's not a grocery store per se, right? It's got everything. It's got electronics. It's got it's got uh, school supplies. It's got paper goods. It's got clothes. It's got televisions. It's got pharmaceuticals, it's got you know, health and beauty products, and it's got, and depending on the store, some are very big grocery uh, you know, section too. But it's not a grocery store, it's not all they do. But yet, I go to Target, I go to the, to the oatmeal aisle, boom, pumpkin spice, Quaker Oats. Why does Target have it? And the major, the, one of the leading grocery stores that I go to does not have it. Why is that? I, 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 I just, I don't figure, I can't figure it out. And once again, um, I'm, I'm trying to think here what else. I, I actually made a list here of some of the things. Lar bars. Do you ever have a Lara bar? It's kind of like all natural ingredients, right? Go to my, go to my, um, my national, my major chain. No pumpkin spice. Go to Target. Boom. Pumpkin spice. I don't understand. I went to my regular store, and I did find the chocolate pumpkin spice kind bars. Okay, great. And I got those. And they did have the Chobani pumpkin um, yogurt. But there's other brands that have yogurt, too. And I talked about this last year. Yoplait has pumpkin caramel, so I bought that, too. But at the major chain, no pumpkin ice cream at all. Not one brand of all the ice creams that are sitting in their frozen food cases, not one brand of pumpkin spice or pumpkin ice cream. I go to Target. What do I do? Not even in where the ice cream is, in a special thing near the front where all the other pumpkin things are. They had their own in-house brand, a favorite day or something of pumpkin ice cream, and they had Ben & Jerry's pumpkin cheesecake ice cream. Thank you very much. 
Why doesn't my my regular store has all these Ben and Jerry's products, all these different flavors, Cherry Garcia, uh, Password, whatever it is. I know they make it. There it is. Target had it. Why not? I don't understand. As I said, um, I went... I, I went to my store. I'm looking for, for instance, um, Pepperidge Farm has those little specialty cookies, right? They have two types. They have Milano, the Milano kind of brand, like an Italian cookie, kind of flat, uh, oval, uh, oblong kind of shape. And then they also have pumpkin cheesecake. Once again, limited edition. Go to my store. 15 different varieties of Pepperidge Farm cookies, 10 different uh, varieties of Milano cookies, but no pumpkin spice. Go to Target. Boom, boom. There they are, right by the door, right by the, right by my, when I got the cart. I went to the regular grocery store to do my regular shopping. And then, because I was so disappointed because now it's it's the middle of September. That stuff is available. And it's and it's a short period of time. So at least I wanted to taste it. I don't get this stuff every every week or every day. But I, I want to make sure that I, I you know it's my favorite kind of time of the year. It helps me get in the mood. And I know it's limited time, so I can't wait to see if if I wait too long to see if my store is gonna get it. It'll be too late, it, it, and then I've missed the window. And somebody says, oh, they had it over here. Oh, well, I waited for my store to get it. They never did. I don't understand. So here I go to my regular store, and I got a couple of things. I got the yogurts, and I got the kind bars, but that was about it. Feeling very pumpkin spice deficient in my choices at that store. So I go now out of my way a little and I go to Target and ba 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 boom. I came home no exaggeration. 1 2 3 4 5 with about 9 different pumpkin products, pumpkin spice products that I could not find at my store that I usually go to and they're all major brand things. I actually put them all on <laughs> the kitchen counter so when my wife came home they were set up like a display. And I'm like we are you know we have got the pumpkin it almost it looked like if you went online and looked up pumpkin products and they would do some uh, you know, a nice little display to show. Uh, that's what mine looked like. I took a picture of it. And it was all from one store. Pumpkin Spice Special K. Special K. The store I go to. They had at least six or seven different flavors of Special K. No Pumpkin Spice. Go to Target. Boom. Pumpkin spice. Why? Why does Target have the pumpkin spice and it's not even a grocery store? Special K. This is not some off-brand that they say, well, we can't get it. No. this is You have 15 different flavors of Special K. Strawberry, maple, whatever. Why can't you order the Special K? Limited edition pumpkin spice major store (laughs) i don't understand but let me just say some of the things that i did find that uh you should check out and some things that i was a little disappointed and i'll say right away i'm not a i'm not a big um coffee person there's a lot of pumpkin spice coffee that that my regular store has but i'm not a big coffee drinker so to me that doesn't count who cares But I have to say, this Special K pumpkin spice cereal is very good. 
and it and I don't know how you know I don't know if it's a health food or not, but it is good. They do a good job with that. So kudos to Special K. This one I'm very surprised by because you don't really associate this as a high-end item. But if you like a good pumpkin cookie, Little Debbie's Pumpkin Delights, they actually look like a pumpkin, like a jack-o'-lantern, and the eyes and the mouth have a nice little pumpkin jelly. Very good. Little Debbie's Pumpkin Delights. Like I said before, if you can find them, Pepperidge Farm Pumpkin Cheesecake Cookies. My goodness. Very good. They're soft-baked. I I prefer soft-baked cookies, actually. So it's right up my alley. This is the pumpkin cheesecake and (laughs) soft-baked. Very good. If you like... um, Different kind of bars. Belvita has pumpkin spice. Very good. Check out the Belvita. Pumpkin spice. It's very good. They don't they don't scrimp on the pumpkin spice. Now some I was disappointed. Like Entenmann's has like little popums, right? These look like little like little donut holes, like Dunkin' Munchkins. Entenmann's, right? Great. I love Entenmann's. Some great, you know, cakes and sweets like that. But there wasn't enough pumpkin spice in them. They also have these little muffins, these little pop muffins or something. Pumpkin spice. They really didn't cut it. I was very disappointed. The Kind Bar, if you can find it, the, 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 the chocolate Kind Bar, chocolate pumpkin spice is good. And it's just a thin one so it's only 100 calories which is which is good as well so if you want a snack that's not bad it's not overpoweringly pumpkin but it's but you can taste it that quaker oats instant oatmeal i was talking about it's good it's not it could be a little i mean once again it it could it could have a stronger uh bite of the pumpkin spice, but it's still there enough that I would recommend it. The two best, I would say almost three, Thomas's Breads. They do pumpkin spice well. They've got a, 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 sw- a bread swirl. They've got their Thomas's English muffins, pumpkin spice, and I never saw these before. Not sure if they were around before or not they ne- they weren't at my store last year but they are there this year that's the one thing i was able to get at my regular store thomas's pumpkin spice bagels very good so much so that i even eat them without pl- just plain that's how strong the the, the pumpkin spice it's good so if you like bagels and you like pumpkin spice, try to find the, the Thomas's pumpkin spice bagel. But the muffins are good too, and the swirl bread is good. But here's one I didn't see last year. I think it's new, and it's a goodie, to, especially if you really want to, like, you know, mainline on pumpkin spice. Buy some Thomas's, either the swirl bread, the English muffin, or the bagel. And get the Lando Lakes pumpkin spice spread. It's butter. It's a butter spread. But it's pumpkin spice and it's good. Now next week, I so I got that. Next week, I'm going to try the, the Philadelphia cream cheese pumpkin spice with the Thomas's pumpkin spice bagel. A nice schmear of pumpkin spice um, cream cheese on the Thomas's pumpkin spice bagel. Oh. So I'm looking forward to that one. Um, I have to say, 
I've tried both of the Wendy's Pumpkin Frosty and the Culver's Pumpkin and Pecan Shake. Both top-notch. Now, the pumpkin pecan, that was a, a Culver's flavor of the day. We got lucky there. But because I knew that they had some kind of a pumpkin thing going. They had a pumpkin caramel uh, cement mixer. But then they also had a pumpkin spice shake. That one, I'm sorry, they do have the pumpkin spice shake all the time. We got lucky then. They had a pumpkin spice flavor of the day, pumpkin and pecan flavor of the day, which we bought in a little pint container, and it was excellent. So if you like ice cream or custard or a shake, I would suggest what was great about the, the pumpkin spice shake, custard you know, shake at Culver's, was not only was the pumpkin taste very prominent, but they put a ton of nutmeg on top. Oh, I open up the top and there's all the nutmeg, just like it should be, like when you have eggnog, because I love eggnog too, but you got to have nutmeg on that. So kudos to Culver's. But the Wendy's new, the Wendy's uh, pumpkin spice frosty is creamy and pumpkiny. Now, I haven't had the DQ pumpkin pie blizzard, so I'm, I'm going to try to get that before, but definitely the Culver's pumpkin spice shake with the nutmeg on it. Oh, very good as it were. <laughs> would I, one thing I was disappointed in that I thought would be great I didn't get them this year because I wasn't impressed last year. Maybe they've changed them. But I was not crazy about the Oreos. Now, you would think, right? Two vanilla wafers with the pumpkin, you know, middle, that's frosting in the middle. But it wasn't pumpkin-y enough. So I was disappointed in that. Um, let's see. What else do I have? I'm not. I tried the goldfish. And they were all right. That's a weird combination to have pumpkins with crackers. So let's be honest. That's that's a little that's a little weird. What is good is the Pillsbury Grands. You know the rolls; those are very good. So if you like them on a Sunday morning or something, they have like a nice little cinnamon kind of pumpkin spice roll you know what you put in the in the oven there you know, it comes in that little thing that you break it and it pot up, sort of pops open with the little pillsbury doughboy that's not bad that's pretty good stuff they have swiss miss pumpkin spice that's not bad you put it in and put it in you know in uh, in some milk that's not bad the pillsbury pumpkin spice cookie dough makes a good cookie it really does and it's not too bad to chew on i don't know if you're supposed to really eat raw dough like that but sometimes i do (laughs) but um but that makes a pretty good cookie so if you want if you're looking for a cookie at home the that's not bad now i've tried the crispy cream they have several this was last year i haven't gone this year maybe they've made them better They've had they had a whole list of different kinds of donuts, and but they 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 scrimped as I said before. I, I didn't feel that burst of of pumpkin spice flavor that I was really hoping for. So that was a disappointment. Um, what else do I have here on my list? Because I've I've tried I've I've as over the last couple of weeks, uh, I've been going to uh, different stores to try to find uh, the uh, the different stuff. I think that's, I would have to say that so far, that's, those are the ones that I have found to be, the things that I've mentioned so far, those seem to have been the best ones. The Tate, Tate has some cookies that are also uh, pretty good. 
So those are something you might want to, to try out as well. If you really want to, and I said before also, Trader Joe's has a whole list. I haven't gone there yet. But I'm going to go, like I said, I, I mean, how much pumpkin stuff can I go at one time? Um, but as I said, I'm just free, free publicity. Target is really a good pumpkin spice headquarters. So it's a limited time. I love pumpkin spice. There's a, there's a few great things out there. Um, for me, half the fun is finding them because it's not that easy for whatever reason. And it is just trying them out. And I make notes as to well, which one was good that I liked last year and which one was good or, or wasn't so good. I was so disappointed in the Oreos. that The sound of that, I was so excited, and I got milk out, and I was ready to dunk it. You got to dunk an Oreo, right? And I took the bite, and I was like, uh, come on, man. You're not hitting me. So the best thing I would do because this is what I did. Go online if you like pumpkin spice or if you just want to try some of these things out. Maybe you're not crazy about it, but you're like, oh, I'll give some of, the, some of these a chance. Like what I can't see, perfect example, like some products that I wish did, did have pumpkin. Oreo sadly didn't, didn't do it right. But why doesn't um, Pop-Tarts? There's, a, there's, there's 15 different, <laughs> once again, there's 15 different flavors of Pop-Tarts. How could you not have a pumpkin spice pop tart? Oh, it's 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 made for it. I I don't understand. There should be a pumpkin spice Twix bar. You have a pumpkin. You have the pumpkin. I mean, I'll tell you how to do it. You've got you've got the pumpkin um, and spice cookie. With the caramel and the chocolate? Oh, my God. Where do I order? Give me, give me a gross of those. So I think the best thing for you to do, take some of my uh, recommendations. The Special K was good. The Kind Bar was good. The, uh, the Quaker Oats Instant Oatmeal was good. The Pillsbury Grands were good. The Culver Spiced Shake, the Pumpkin Spice Shake, was excellent. Um, the Ben and Jerry's pumpkin cheesecake ice cream. Excellent. As I said, the Little Debbie's uh, pumpkin delights. Very good. The Special K pumpkin spice. Very good. But what I would, what I would say to you, and the, the Chobani um, yogurt isn't bad. There's actually something called the Flip. I would get that one too. They have the regular just yogurt, but then they have the Chobani Flip which has the regular pumpkin and spice yogurt, but then they have a little compartment that you literally flip. That's why it's called flip. And it flips in some like pumpkin oatmeal. So it gives it some texture and a little more pumpkin taste. So if you can find that, it's Chobani flip. It's where the Chobani is, um, but it's, it's square. It's in a little square container as opposed to the usual little cup of yogurt. The Chobani pumpkin spice flip. That one's really good, too. But if you're really interested, go online. It's very simple. Just go online and press, you know, 20 and type in 2023 pumpkin spice products, and you will find at least five stories. Some have the same products. They list some, give more than others, and that at least gives you a, um, a nice idea of what's out there. But if you want to get a good pumpkin fix, one-stop shop, you say, Jim, I'm not as, as obsessed with, as you are with pumpkin spice. Uh, few are. If you, want to get a, if you want to make a one-stop shop, I would say go to Target. Target will be your best bet to get a nice uh, selection of pumpkin spice products. So, happy fall. Happy hunting. Enjoy your pumpkin spice. Oh. And so ends another episode of Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic. Every Monday, a new episode is posted at WGNRadio.com or wherever you go to find your favorite podcast. We are there. And don't forget to tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody who listens to a podcast. 
that your favorite podcast is Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic, and it should be theirs too. Your loyalty and devotion are much appreciated. Hope you enjoyed episode number 383. I'm Jim Toronto. I am here on business. I'm only here for fun. You've been listening to Elton Jim's Captain Podtastic from the end of the web to your screen. Pumpkin, spice, and everything nice.